Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 95 of Starting the Conversation. Now, I cannot tell you how excited I am to share this Q&A today with you because joining me and answering the question is someone who I have been begging to come onto this podcast for so, so long. It is someone that you will be very familiar with if you listen to this podcast and very familiar with if you follow me over on Instagram because it's someone that plays an absolutely fundamental role, not just in my business, but in the creation of these episodes. You may have guessed it by now and you probably would have just seen it from the episode title, but joining me for today's Q&A is the infamous Emily. Now some of you actually thought Emily was fake and was just like an alter ego that I'd made up, which to be fair does make me laugh. However, I can confirm Emily is a real person and she is a brilliant, brilliant human being who plays such a key role in the creation of this podcast and is someone that has a huge amount to share. So I thought what better way to introduce her to the other side of this podcast than to get her to share more about what the side that you don't get to see looks like. Emily and I sat down and I basically probed her and got her to share all of the things that you don't see. We talked a bit more about what the process looked like of bringing her on board and having her take over the editing to maybe some of the things that you would not expect go into these episodes, which might just surprise you. It was a super fun episode to record and we actually recorded it at the very end of a full day together. So I think we were feeling a little bit delirious, um, but if anything, I think that just added to the fun of the episode. So I really hope you enjoy listening into this. It's one that I honestly loved recording and something that I would love to do more of. So if you enjoy hearing more about Emily's side of things and you enjoy hearing more about the behind the scenes of not just this podcast, but my business as a whole, let me know because the more evidence that I can have and screenshot and send to Emily to show that she is wanted on this podcast and that you all enjoy listening to her, the more likely I am to get her back on. So I hope you enjoy listening in on this. Emily, congrats for making through an edit of your own voice. I did it for 50 episodes, so I feel your pain. But let's get into it. Seven days of Q&A, day number three, sitting down with Emily to talk about what the behind the scenes of this podcast really look like. Emily, how does it feel to be on the other side of this podcast? Horribly surreal. I'm a lot more nervous doing this than just sitting alone editing. See, for a lot of people, their idea of fun would be being on someone else's podcast and their idea of not a lot of fun would be editing them, but yeah. I feel like you're the opposite. Yeah, yeah, agreed, opposite. Like I said to you, I'd happily no one know I exist. <laughs> Some people do think you're my alter ego and that you don't actually exist. <laughs> yeah, I think we could keep that going for a while. Just think that I've got two different tone of voice. Yeah, it's no, just it's me. your personality disorder and I am the organized like doer yeah. of the personality disorder. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic for another day. We're gonna um, park that one for now. But I feel like I've been trying to get you on the podcast for quite some time. So it feels good to have somehow almost done the baby step of yeah. getting into one of these smaller episodes. Absolutely. And then once you know that people love it and they wanna hear from my alter ego more, we'll go for the full one. The worst thing with that is, like you said to me, oh, if people like it, then we could do a long one. But the issue with that is like, I'll see all of the numbers. Yeah. So I will know yeah. if it is actually well received and wanted or not. You will be confronted with the truth of how many people listen to a minute and a half of this yeah. and then go, nah, yeah, all right. Absolutely. So hello, if you've made it past a minute and a half, thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Emily, your question for today's seven days of Q&A is, 
what does the behind the scenes of this podcast really look like? Now, within that, I feel like there's a lot to cover. I feel like we should mm-hmm. begin at the beginning. Yeah. So you took this podcast over middle of last year? Yeah. When was your first episode? My first episode was VIX. Yeah. So we relaunched with a new format. The first one was Fee. In July. In July. So you edited that one because it was the first of like reformatting. You wanted to have it all laid out and then show me how it was all going to run. Yeah. So my first one was VIX, which actually I think was probably such an easy start. I don't think either of you even messed up a sentence wow it was such an easy edit and i was like oh life's great yeah that's how it's gonna be how wrong were you (laughs) i've thrown some challenges at you over the year but i brought you on board may of last year it was a couple of months before you started editing the podcast yeah because i remember it felt like i was handing over my baby yeah i was like this is my thing i have always done everything within it producing editing uploading scheduling writing everything Mm -hmm. and I remember thinking damn is nobody (laughs) going to be able to do this like I am (laughs) and giving you that first episode and being like well good luck and then you're sending it back to me and I was like oh okay she did it damn (laughs) she did it quite good I'm not quite the editor that I thought I was and it was definitely one of the best decisions I made and I think it's the difference like you said to me once that I'm a better editor than you would want to be yes and I think that's where the difference comes is that anyone could do it you know it's not rocket science it's not it's actually very like when people are like it's, oh my gosh i can never do the technical side of a podcast i'm like it's time consuming it's time consuming and you yeah. need a very high attention to detail which is what yeah. you have yeah definitely it is time consuming when i'm editing a podcast an hour can easily pass by and you might have only moved on a certain amount or you might have got really stuck on a certain bit that you just want to try and trim down and still have run mm-hmm. really nicely and actually you know, in an episode, you might have like 80 cuts in it, but you want it to sound like one take. Yes. And it's that that takes the time. And it's also just listening to it over and over again, because it's the same as like when you're reading something, your brain kind of can trick you and make it make you think that the words are there or like actually that sentence makes sense and it doesn't. And it's just listening to it back and it's still trying to notice bits. Like for example, this week. Yeah, episode I, number 92. 92. I sent you the edit and then you were like, oh, there's just a bit where I've repeated myself. And I'm like, oh, I listened to that like three times. I just didn't hear it. But it's that that thing, isn't it, where sometimes you're, you can always tune out. And I think that's why when I was editing the podcast, like if you listen to any episode before, what was it? 60 something, you will hear such a difference in the podcast because what I used to do as editing was cut out when there was a fire alarm or yeah. when someone massively said something they shouldn't have said. Yeah. Add an intro, add an outro and then leave it at that. And what you do is actually what a podcast editor is meant to do, which is to not only edit the sound quality, but also actually make sure as an episode it makes sense. Uh, yeah. And not just from a kind of cutting out the ums and ahs perspective, but also from the perspective of, hey, Emily, this conversation went on for an hour and 10 minutes. Mm. I can't see what within that is interesting. I don't know if everything that I shared was relevant, have a go with it. Yeah. And to know that I can almost just hand it over to you and you're a lot more objective with it. Yeah. Makes such a difference. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is like, when it's your content, you can be a bit too close to it. Mm. And it's just having someone who's slightly zoomed out and can have that perspective and be a bit more like subjective about it as a whole. Yeah. And that just comes from like, I've no particular skills or background but I just listen to a lot of podcasts 
and I know the things that that I hear and that annoy me or that I notice when I'm listening to podcasts. So when I'm editing, those are the bits that I'll just kind of take out. Like if something takes a little while to get to the point yeah. or... Or you spend a minute being like, what was that thing? Or what was that song? Like oh, when Jess and I spent a minute and a half looking for Miley Cyrus to climb. Yes. And you just cut it. So it just seemed like... I didn't know it for 10 seconds. Yeah. And then I suddenly thought about it. Yeah, absolutely. And listening to that, you would never think that it was any different to what you've heard, which is how I can completely see the value in your work. Because I listen to it back and I'm like, wow, I was so concise. And then yeah. I think about it, I'm like, I wasn't that concise. That's the edit. I find that really funny. And now being on the other side, recording this with you, I'm curious when guests on your podcast hear their episode, if yeah. they think oh man, I really uh, I really came up with these answers quickly. I'm so concise. Or if people were like, oh, Emily edited that together, like pretty tight. Yeah. No, I always get messages from people being like, I'm so pleasantly surprised. I sound brilliant. And I'm like, great, you were brilliant. Yeah. Emily also cut out all the bits <laughs> where we didn't know where to go or yeah. we paused because we weren't sure what the next thing was to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious, what do you think is something about the podcast from what you see people would be surprised about? I think if we put out an uncut episode, it would probably go down really well because (laughs) it's definitely a side of you that I think other people don't see. Like you are very articulate and you are concise, but when you're recording, you'll be on a run and then you'll lose your trailer for or something will happen and you'll just go, oh, oh, I'm such a failure. Oh, I can't do this. (laughs) And you'll get really frustrated with yourself. And I think that's something that people don't see. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of hilarious, but it's a very like human moment. And bizarrely, it's the small talk episodes that take longer to edit, have more cuts in. And it's just you. Yeah. It's just you. Because it almost feels like within those recordings, I've got a lot more opportunity to get it perfect. Yeah. Whereas when it's a conversation, it's like, oh, well, it just flows. And where it goes is where it goes. But when it's small talk, I feel like because I have the space to stop and re-say things, I do that too much. Yeah. I I think you get a bit in your head with it. Yeah. And I think they're very vulnerable. I Mm. sometimes then do the edit and I'm like, this feels quite vulnerable because it's literally me questioning everything like you know what I'm like I'll message you once I've recorded an episode and be like that was shit honestly I don't know what I'm doing yeah. this podcast is awful and then you'll send me the edit three days later and I'll be like oh that, that's actually really good and that's partly because of your edit but also because I think when it's just your thing it's really hard to yeah. appreciate it yeah absolutely and I think it is a total process because I'm in exactly the same boat when I'm editing I'll start and I'll be like oh this is good and then I hit a point and I think this is really bad in terms of my edits and then I kind of worked through that half an hour of being like oh this is so terrible into the next half an hour being like this is the best thing we've ever done Mm -hmm. and it's totally a circular process that you go through on every episode but when you text me I always know because you'll say oh the files on the drive good luck and it's the ones that say good luck I'm like wow what is possibly in here yeah but it's never I don't think it's ever been as bad as you've thought that it is or that it might be it's just I think that's a very relatable explanation of what it's like to create content for both of us yeah I know this is probably an unanswerable question and I'm probably putting you on the spot here in terms of conversations what's been a memorable like episode that you have loved editing I think what really stands out in my mind is Jess Jess's episode Mm. and 
I know we've already mentioned the climb, but that episode you were recording with Jess, I remember that week just being really overwhelmed with work, busy, stressed, and sat down to edit that podcast. And I remember thinking to myself something like, oh, I'm just gonna have a pot noodle for dinner. And as I listened to that episode, I was like, no, I'm gonna go and buy myself a piece of salmon because I deserve it. I love it. And I feel like I learned so much from the podcasts and it's like I get to have a sneak peek of that before everyone else as well. Yeah, it's so true. But so that that episode was great, but also it was you two trying to think of the climb because I knew it instantly yeah. what you meant and I had to sit through these minutes of you two getting the wrong song and I was like it's the climb Smile Osiris the climb. And when we I'm say like minutes, texting you, we going, mean minutes. It's the climb, Alice. Oh, you finally got there. And I was like, God damn it. So yeah, those two that one together. stands out. And there was another time when you couldn't think of Anne Hathaway, the actress. And again, I'm like there alone in my like living room, like, it's Anne Hathaway. God damn, it's Anne Hathaway. And I'll text you and be like, Alice, it was Anne Hathaway. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite things is the text that I get from you mid edit. Yes. So usually I'll get a set of texts like the first time you're listening to it, which is kind of your reactions to it. Yeah. And that's always fun because it's almost like I get to see an element of the impact of the podcast before it goes out. Because that's probably something to touch on as well is that, and this would be true to say a lot of the time, we will put an episode out there and be like, either we didn't feel like it was the best edit or maybe mm. it wasn't the best conversation or I don't feel like I've prepped enough. And I feel like a lot of the time, the reaction that things get actually means so, so much to us. And I think that's an interesting thing to touch on because we've talked about it actually today. We consume a lot of content completely subconsciously and Mm. we love it and enjoy it, but we never say anything. But you know how much it means for both of us when we get a message or a review or something come through which talks about how that episode has been interesting or helpful or whatever else. Because actually for us, seeing the end impact of it rather than just the numbers, I think makes the biggest difference. Yeah, absolutely. Like, would you have kept going beyond your 50 episodes where no one was listening? Well, sorry, not that no one was listening, but more people listen now. Yeah. Without that, without people saying, oh, I really enjoyed this or that was so helpful. Would you have kept going? No, probably not. Like this month, the podcast has had its best month, 3,500. Hit that on the very final day of January, claps for us. And those numbers are amazing, Mm. but those numbers almost don't mean anything in comparison to an Instagram message, which is, you know, I was feeling X this week and this episode made me feel Y. Yeah, and I think that's why I love the content and I love podcasts in general. It's because it's such a great way of like feeling supported or informed or educated, whatever it is. Like, I often think, I go to say something to someone and I'm like, oh, someone told me. And then I realize, oh, I heard it on a podcast. They're not actually my friends. I don't know those people. No one, like, actually told me that story face to face. But in my head, I'm, like, having all these little conversations with people and, like, actually know these people. And it's like, when you work by yourself, those are the things that you definitely need Mm, right and you hold on to yeah and it feels exciting as well to expose the listeners to you because you feel like as much of a part of what makes this podcast what it is as I do I talk about the podcast a lot as a we don't I'm yeah I do our podcast we're doing this and then I do as well and I'm like oh well on our podcast I don't really do that much but but you do no but in terms of like obviously it's you meeting people and it's your face but Mm. I like take it on personally I'm like well our podcast but I think that's why probably for both of us it means so much is that it does feel like teamwork and that's why as much as I can if I get those messages or those tags I always try and send it to you because I'm like this is your 
impact too. Alice has made me a little shared album. <laughs> so phones. she'll, on our phone, so she'll screenshot nice messages and put them in our share album so I can see them as yeah. well, which so is you- really nice. Because yeah, exactly as you say, it's kind of like, for me, it's almost worth it in isolation. So when you realize it does actually get to people, like real mm. people do listen and do engage with it, then it's like awesome. It's kind of mad, isn't it? It is mad. Like yeah. 30 something thousand people have spent an element of their lives yeah. with my voice or someone else's in their ears. Yeah, it's weird. I try not to think about it too much. I know. Like I said, like imagine 3,500 people in this, well, not this room. <laughs> this is a tiny room. room. But yeah, imagine going to talk in front of 3,500 people. That's it's mad. Well scared. Yeah, well, there's probably about 500 people listening to this, so. Not this. <laughs> You're gonna like hide this somewhere so no one can see this it. This is never going anywhere. You'll be like, oh, I deleted the edit. <laughs> In a year, I've never lost the file, but this one. Oh, crap. yeah, it happened this time. And um, I've got one final question to end with. Can you do your best impression of my introduction to the podcast? Okay, first of all, you have to say how it's not going to go well and then you have to make some weird noises with your mouth like enjoy that everyone <laughs> yep. well welcome back to the podcast i'm your host alice benham here with this week's co-host there she is how many times do you think you've heard that a lot more than you'd like to admit yeah consistency man yeah it's, a solid no, it is, in life. it's good it's good like, if you got heckled in the street, that would probably what they'd, like, shout at you. You know, when people have a catchphrase. Yeah, 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 that would be mine. It's quite or, a long or one. Or flipping Nora, people might shout at you. Mm. What's the other one that I say all the time? Shock horror. Shock horror. And then you go, well, because, hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing quite like a podcast and someone editing your podcast for you to realise your colloquial flaws. Because I say the same thing a lot mm. and have weird things within my voice. Everyone does. Yeah, but I'm not sure. many people have to listen to that. Oh no, no. This for is an gonna, hour like this week. is gonna be awful to edit. Like how much do I have to face up to, to myself? Voice. And yeah. you're gonna hate editing this because the audio quality isn't as good as it normally is. I'm gonna outsource it. Are you? <laughs> Who too? <laughs> hey. Shock horror, flippin' Noro. Thanks for joining me. Has it been as awful as you expected? No. I think I could do like a 30 minute episode next. Okay. Working up to okay. the, the 55 minutes. In, in at the shallow end, baby steps. Yeah. We're kind of getting to like the one meter 20 mark. Yeah. We're not quite going to like the one meter 40, the diving board. Oh no. Uh, I'm going to say where can people find you, but do you want, do you want people to find you? Yes. Great. Go to the show notes. <gasps> You'll link myself. I link myself every week. Yeah. Put them right at the top this week. Go on. I'll pin them to the top. Yeah. yeah. You can do that. I have Literally, power. you could delete this whole podcast. I guess so. Why? Why would I put myself out of a job? <laughs> I'm just saying you've got a position of power. Thank you for that. <laughs> and on that note, over and out. <laughs>